Jesus is the lover of my soul. Listen to the words on the song. Jesus, lover of my soul. Jesus, I will never let you go. Everybody stand. Like Pastor Mark says, it's a little bit easier to get your money out than standing up. <laughs> Take your hats off. <laughs> <laughs> 
bow your head, close your eyes. First of all, Lord, I want to thank you for bringing these people here to Canaan Creek Cowboy Church. I want to thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. All the blessings that you bestow on us, Lord. Everything that you have done for us, Lord, and everything that you're going to do for us, Lord. And dear Lord, you only ask for a little bit. You only ask for very little. Most of us spend more money at that Valero over there than you ask for. And I, for one, am glad to give it. And thank you, Lord, for this wonderful opportunity. Be with us. Keep us safe. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Peace.
Amen. Brother Danny. Amen. Give our band a round of applause. That was great. I'd like to thank Pastor Mark. For those of you that haven't spent much time with him, He does a lot. He does a whole lot. And right now, he's up in Tilden, Texas, doing a lot. And he does it for the man. that hung on that cross. I've heard Pastor Mark say a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. I've heard Pastor Mark say a lot about, talk a lot about how he would have a message and he would be working on that message and trying to get it prepared And at the last minute, God showed up and said, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, God did that to me. <laughs> the message that I had was on getting blessed and your blessing on how you get your blessings and what you do with them when you do get them. I worked on that message for a month, but it just seemed like nothing was coming together with that message. I had all the material I needed. I had more than enough I could have had enough material to cover three hours. But it just could not, I just could not get it to come and fall into place like a message should. And he waited until yesterday. to tell me that no, that's not the message you're going to give. <clears throat> you're going to give a message about the cross. Actually, a message I had wrote two months ago, three months ago. The whole time I was doing the blessing message, I kept getting a word in the back of my mind, the back of my head, the cross, the cross, the cross, the cross. But as hard-headed as we are, I'm the same way. I don't want to listen either. 
So yesterday, it's on my laptop, pulled that, pulled that message up. And it just started flowing. Flowing like it's supposed to. Flowing like it's going the way it's supposed to go. So the message today is the cross. I'm not real good at reading poetry, but I'm going to give it a shot. Now my, my, I'm so nervous and my notes is all messed up. Okay, here we go. This, poet, this poem is called Think About It. Have you ever thought about it or tried to comprehend? Nailing your child to a cross to die for other sins. Then to have those same people denounce you and your son and go along with their sinful lives and ignore what you have done. That's what we all do. When Easter comes around, we hunt candy, eggs, and celebrate a bunny coming to town. And while all those things are good and well, we should concentrate on the cross and remember the pain and suffering that Jesus died for us. Have you ever thought about it or tried to comprehend having a child die for others? But at his memorial, none attend and go along with their sinful lives like it's just another day and forgetting the ultimate price that Jesus had to pay. That's a powerful thing, ain't it? Very powerful. You see people with the cross on their clothes, on their shoes, on ladies' purses, on jewelry, rings, necklaces, people with tattoos of crosses. You can just about see it anywhere. Which is nothing wrong with having a cross. Matter of fact, at my house, I got a whole wall full of them. But when you see a cross, does it mean something to you? Or is it just a decoration? Do you have that feeling when you see a cross? Do you think about what the cross was used for back before they hung Jesus on it? Have you ever thought about that? Maybe I'm a little crazy. I think about these things. I think about stuff like that. I think about, well, 
Before Jesus got hung on that cross, what was its what what was its symbol then? Its symbol then was torture and death. That's what it went, that's what it was for. That's what the Romans used it for. They hung it there for people to die a very slow death. Now you also got to realize that people got hung on the cross because they did something wrong. Y'all with me? They did something wrong. They did something to deserve. To be on that cross. It took a very long time to die on the cross. It says it took Jesus over six hours to die after being hung on the cross. Did he deserve that? Those other people that got hung on the cross, they had done something to be put up there. He didn't. He didn't do nothing but try to save the world. And he succeeded by being hung up there on that cross. Now, here's another good question for you. How many people do you know, just like the poem says, how many people do you know, or ask yourself that question, how many would you look, look to your left and look to your right? Would you give up one of your children for them? Would you? Think about it. Would you give up yourself for them? Let alone one of your children, would you give yourself up for them? That's like Pastor Mark said, it's real easy to sit here and say, I give my life for you, BJ. But when it comes down to it, would I? That's a big question to ask, ain't it? We have people go to war and die every day for somebody that they didn't know, for somebody that they don't know. Well, Jesus, today, Jesus didn't die for somebody he didn't know. He knows you.
how many people do you know that could have went through the beatings that he took? How many people here have seen the Passion of the Christ? Most everybody. The Passion of the Christ is a very strong movie. And that part of the movie where Jesus is in like the town square and is being beaten after being falsely accused, being spit on, being punched in the face. Do you think those Roman soldiers were what, what we call a... Uh, 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 humane to him? Do you think he was that, that they were you, you think they were about our size BJ? Or do you think they were more along the lines of uh, Brother Vic? Probably bigger than Brother Vic. Yeah, that's what I'm going to guess. You got to remember and you got to think about a Roman soldier what he did, his whole purpose in life was hand-to-hand -hand combat. And to be in hand-to-hand -hand combat, you had to be a big guy. They didn't want a bunch of little squirts out there on, on the battlefield. They wanted some big dudes out there fighting their battles for them. And this was the Roman Empire. They, their money was endless. And their resources was endless. But so was his. I can see some of the blank looks on your faces. Now that you got the wheels turning and you're really thinking about it, now is it a decoration? Now is it something we just hang? No, it's a lot more. It's a whole lot more. So much more that we, when we see a cross, Jesus should pop into your mind. What he did for us should pop into your mind. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do it. He did it because he knew and God knew that we couldn't do it and that we wouldn't do it. It's such a powerful thing to think about for me when I think about it. And, and, and it brings tears to my eyes. I've been, I've been around, a, I, I, I used to box. 
So I've been around a lot of brutal stuff. Seen a lot of people get beat up pretty bad. And it never fazed me a bit. It never bothered me to see it. Never bothered me to be involved in it. But that was before I knew what had happened and what really had happened. He did it. And he took those Roman soldiers had that cat in line too. Now, I don't know if you know what that is, but I'll explain it to you. It's got a handle about that long so you can make sure and get a good grip on it like a baseball bat. How many in here has ever swung a baseball bat or been taught how to swing a bat? Yeah, it, they teach you to put everything you've got in it when you swing. And that cat of nine tails has a chain on it about that long. And it's got a steel ball at the end of the chain about that big around with a bunch of spikes coming out of it. And there's nine of them hanging on that handle. He wants to take the first hit. No takers. He did it for you. He did it for you and he didn't do anything wrong. What have you done wrong that you deserve to get hit? No, I've done a lot. Don't let me stand up here and convince y'all that I'm some kind of saint because I'm not. Not by a long shot. Never have been, probably never will be, have fought just like everybody else. I know for me, it's something that I look at and remember what God did for me. That he loved me that much. Even then, he loved me that much. That he would let his son go through what he went through so we wouldn't have to because he knew we couldn't do it. Looking at the Bible in 1 Corinthians 1, 18, the message of the cross is foolish to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are bringing, but we who are being saved know it's the very power of God 
You ever notice that? You ever notice that the cross? It means a lot to us. It means a whole lot to us. Or it does to me. The message of the cross means a lot to me. But to people, I see people there a couple of weeks ago, me and my wife and brother Harry and and Miss Minnie was we, we we went out to dinner. We rode our bikes and went out to dinner. And we were riding up to the restaurant and going to this restaurant. There's a big liquor store. And here's this woman walking into the liquor store. She's got her purse, big cross on it. Wearing a shirt with a big cross on the back of it. I so wanted to stop and ask her where she thought she was going with that shirt on and carrying that purse. You can go into the bars to the, as Pastor Mark says, the honky-tonks and donky-donks or whatever it was he says, however he says it. And you go in there and you can see people in there with crosses on. They have crosses on their shirts. They have crosses on their boots. They got crosses, tattoos of crosses on their arms, tattoos of crosses on their necks. But does it mean something to them? Does it mean anything? Or is it just decoration? For me, and for most of you, the cross means something. It's up to us. It is up to us to tell them about the cross, about what happened on that cross, about what that cross means, that it's not a piece of jewelry. It's not something we just slap on a shirt. It's something that represents. It is a symbol that represents our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can tell them that Jesus saved. You can tell them that Jesus saved you. He may have died. He may have died on that cross. But three days later, (laughs) 
three days later, he wasn't there. When they went to find him at that tomb, he wasn't there. He had risen just like he said he would. The power of the cross is great. Anybody that sees a cross should think about the cross and what happened there. Jesus saved. He died on that cross to save us. He died on that cross to save me. And he died on that cross to save you. We can all bow our heads. Thank you, Lord, for this message that you have given me today, Lord. And dear Heavenly Father, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you and doesn't really know the power that you possess, Lord. And maybe their life's turned upside down. Maybe they're one of them that wears the cross and doesn't know what it means, Lord. Maybe they're the person that... Maybe they are one of those persons I was talking about, Lord. And I hope I didn't hurt their feelings too bad that they don't want them to know you, Lord. I hope that they will know you, Lord. I hope that they will ask you to come into their life right now. If you're one of them people and you want to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life, just repeat after me. Say, dear Lord, I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I will open up my heart right now. Come into my heart and save me, Lord. Forgive me of my sins. And I want to live for you from this day forward. If you prayed that prayer, will you raise your hand? One, two, three, four. Thank you. And if you prayed that prayer, we pray that you get in a good, good, good Bible-based church. And this is a good one. If you'll fill out one of those green sheets and drop it in the in, in the barrel back there. And if you're not a member of this church, maybe you'll become one. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen.